Welcome to Faithful Sayings, a podcast of the Olson Park Church of Christ. For a few minutes, let's talk about God's Word. I'm Kyle Pope, preacher at Olson Park. Thanks for joining us. A few years ago, I found a little accessory for my computer on eBay and sent an email to the seller asking him if he would take $18 for it. Apparently, he thought that offer was far too low and responded rather bluntly, $18? Get real. That was not the first time I had heard that expression. It was his way of saying $18 is not a realistic offer for this item. Around that time, young people used variations of this as a form of greeting. Two kids leaving each other might say, keep it real. It was a way of saying, be yourself or don't let anyone make you what you're not. It could even mean simply, see you later, hope things go well with you. Although these types of expressions, like others of the past, were short-lived and not used as often anymore, I've thought about the significance of such words if considered from a spiritual perspective. Let's consider a few applications. We should get real in our treatment of others. Far too often, Christians allow themselves to be very inconsistent in their treatment of other people. A brother or sister may be kind and loving to others, but rude and cruel to members of their own family. A child of God may talk about God's love while assembled for worship or Bible study, then yell at a driver on the road or give a server in a restaurant a tongue lashing. Or perhaps we show partiality to those who are wealthy and attractive, but disregard those who are not. In doing so, we may convince ourselves that we are good, faithful Christians, all the while ignoring the reality of our condition before God. The Apostle John taught, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God, 1 John 4, 7, from the New King James Version. In defining love, Paul begins, Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself, is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, 1 Corinthians 13, verses 4 and 5. We must honestly evaluate our treatment of others, if we are to see how we really stand before God. We should get real in our understanding of sin. Souls outside of Christ do not take a realistic view of their sin. It may seem to them as something fun and pleasurable. Taking an interest in spiritual things may seem boring and unnecessary to them. The reality of the situation is that sin against God is a vicious cancer that eats away at our souls. It separates us from God and promises only condemnation. The alien sinner is not the only one who can fail to realistically understand his sin. Christians may excuse certain behavior, saying, that's just the way I am. They may imagine Their good works eliminate the need for the saving blood of Christ. These attitudes reflect a view of sin that is unrealistic and spiritually deadly. 
Paul told the Romans bluntly, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans 6, verse 23. John declared plainly, Little children, let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he is righteous. He who sins is of the devil. 1 John 3, verses 7 and 8. That's reality. We should keep it real when it comes to our behavior. The casual expression that was used by young people reflects an understanding of the fact that many of us, whether as adults or children, can be hypocritical in our behavior. We want to be Christians on Sunday and Wednesday, but worldly the rest of the time. We may become timid around classmates or co-workers and ashamed to let people know our faith. We allow life circumstances to determine whether we will be faithful in our church attendance or we may lie to maintain appearances, get ahead, or take advantage of someone. When we do these things, we are trying to fool ourselves into thinking if no one else sees our duplicity, it's no big deal. The reality of the situation is that our duplicity nullifies our faith. The part-time Christian is a full-time sinner. James teaches, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. James 4, verse 8. The reality is that if we live the double-minded life of the hypocrite, we can't please God. We should keep it real when it comes to our view of this world. Nothing about this world should lead us to think that it is permanent. All plants, animals, and people wither, decay, and die. Even rocks, mountains, and streams crumble, erode, and evaporate. Yet many of us want to live our lives as if this world will last forever. We may not be able to see the spiritual side of our makeup, but the reality of the matter is that our soul is the only thing about us that is real in the sense that it is enduring. Yes, this world exists, and our bodies exist, but only for a time. One day, they will both be burned up and dissolved into nothing. John said through the Holy Spirit, the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. 1 John 2, verse 17. What plans are we making for eternity? What provision are we making for what is truly real and enduring? We must get real about spiritual things. Thank you for listening. To learn more about our work, visit olsonpark.com. If you're in Amarillo, Texas, come worship with us at 4700 Andrews Avenue in Amarillo, 79106. And please tune in again to Faithful Saved.